In my opinion, Hurricane Ida was a blessing in disguise for the Saints. Packers fans are idiots. George Kittle loves to get yards, especially after the catch. Welcome back to Certified Beef. This week, in the midst of the NFC AFC Championships and the Super Bowl, we are going to look back upon times back before the season where we gave our record predictions. And we do have Andrew Bailey back on. Um, obviously, last year, I was the one who lost by stunning fashion, by 0.5 points uh, in just stunning fashion. And I suffered uh, immensely. That was one of the worst days of my life. Uh, but basically, how this is going to work is we're going to go through each and every team, their records, what we predicted them, maybe talk about it a little bit. It's, it's something drastic, like where like someone... Let's like probably all of us are going to be drastic first teams like the Seahawks or the Bucks or something like that. Um, but how this is going to work is you get one point. You, it's like golf. You want to have the lowest score possible. You get one point per win you're off. So if the one team you guess nine wins and they got six, you get three points. But in cases of like there's been a couple ties this year, each team if they have seven wins and they have one tie, it's going to count as seven and a half wins. We're just going to count a tie as a half a win, easiest way possible. And then obviously this year, um, there was a cancellation of a game. So if it comes down to it and we have a tie, like how close it was last year, you're going to take the combined points of the Bills and the Bengals. And between those two, if there is a tie, the winner or the loser will be the one with the highest total. Um, hopefully it doesn't have to come down to that point because last year, uh, I was very nerve wracking being in the bottom two and ultimately losing. I think I lost to you, Brandon, didn't I? Yes, you did. Yeah, of course. Uh, um, it was. It, then came the quote of, uh, "If you play bogey golf, you play. You played a pretty good round." Yeah, and that's the. That's why I'm hoping to hear to this year. Uh, obviously, Andrew, this is your first time going through the gauntlet of the certified beef record prediction. Uh, what are you, just some thoughts and like? Are you nervous at all? Uh, looking at some of these teams on how I how I had them going versus how they actually did uh, a little little bit little bit <clears throat> was uh, not expecting that NFC East to be as tough as it was this year. Yeah, have you ever even tried any bit of blazing wing sauce before? No, I've not done the blazing. But back when they had the ghost pepper wings, I used to get like three of them, and I was awful the next day, and I want no part of that. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. Uh, yeah, I mean, there is a trend that from last year that I know of that I'm not going to say Brandon does know, but I have a good inkling of what may happen, but I'm not going to say anything. But we're just going to get right into it. We're going to go in the same order as we did as we did of our original record predictions. We're going to start in the AFC North, uh, starting with the Pittsburgh Steelers, who came in third in the division at nine and eight. Andrew, what did you have the Steelers going this year? I had them going 12-5. and five. I thought they just needed a quarterback, and I really did think Mitch was going to have a, a coming-out year. My, my MVP and just didn't even hold the job for the whole season. Fair. Uh, Brandon, uh, is how Mitch, about you? Is Mitch done in your eyes now? Is he, is he <laughs> history? I think so. I, okay. I'm going to pull a yep. Brendan Roethlisberger. I think he got yanked too soon. And I think the hype behind Kenny Pickett is undeserved. I, I think that's a fair assessment. But he also does have Matt Canada, so who knows what he can do. All right. Brandon, would you, would, how about you? I had him going a much more reasonable 7-10. and 10. I figured that they were always a team that stayed near 500, but I thought this year without a solid quarterback, they'd be just below. And uh, I was decently right. Yeah, not not bad. I unfortunately had got them going four and thirteen. <sighs> not very good. <sighs> uh, I mean, I more. This is just me not respecting Mike Tomlin enough. I would say, uh, but stop the count. Stop the count. Yeah, but no, I just <laughs> I didn't believe in this squad. I didn't believe in either quarterback, Matt Cannon, obviously. But uh, credit to uh, the the uh, credit to the Steelers for pulling out another five hundred plus season. All right, moving into the first place, Cincinnati Bengals. They finished 12-4. and four. Andrew, what did you have the Bengals going this year? I had them 15-2. and two. I, I thought they would just end up splitting uh, 
one of those rivalry games. And then they they had a game that was canceled. So I think that was a little unfair, but that's its own thing. Yeah, I I'm I, I'm I agree with you. That's kind of unfair. Brandon, how about you? Um, I had them going at thirteen and four. Uh, the first couple of games this year scared me a little bit, but then they uh, figured it out after that rough uh, four-game stretch at the beginning. Yeah, so you actually were victimized of the cancellation because you could have had a perfect uh, thing. I perhaps I wasn't. I guess twelve and five. I got the same amount of wins as they did, so that's a that's a perfect one for me. That's one I on the board that, for yes. me. That is one on the board for perfect predictions. All right, next up we got the last place Cleveland Browns. Andrew, how about them Cleveland Browns for you? Ah, uh, dude, I had him. I had him going three fourteen. I think Jacoby Brissett yeah, did a lot better than people expected. Yeah, I was in the same boat as you. I had them going for a three and fourteen as well. So we both underestimated the Jacoby Brissett Browns. You guys called me crazy. I saw right through them. A and nine, perfect record in the books. No, they what? Let's get it. They were seven and ten. Oh wait, close enough. A and nine. You're, I you looked were, at yeah, last year's record. Last year's. Last nice. year's record. That's right there. I should get. I'm gonna delete that column. Uh, yeah, A nine still only one off. Still saw right through them. Fair enough. All right, to end that off, the AFC North. You got the ten and seven Baltimore Ravens. Andrew, how did you see? What did you think about this Raven squad to start the year? I thought it was going to be the exact same as last year, and I had them going eight and nine. I, I Lamar needs out. The Ravens just. Oof. That's just. It, it's not there. It's not there. I, I think uh, they've got talent on it, but I just don't think John Harbaugh – I can never pronounce his name. Yeah, I, I just don't think he has it in him to actually really – yeah, he had the one year, Joe Flacco, all that, and then against the Niners, and I just – I don't know. I don't see him ever going back. Yep, I mean, uh, fair. Brandon, how about you? Yes, I – predicted the Baltimore Ravens to go nine and eight and uh obviously can't account for Lamar being out but overall pretty solid yeah I mean Andrew you had the perfect formula I mean you just didn't really believe in this team that much and realistically they probably should have gone that with Lamar being out but they squeaked out a couple games I on the other hand had him going 12 and five I was definitely a believer I feel like if Lamar's healthy I think they easily can go 12 and five. Plus, that defense played amazingly in the year. Moving on to the AFC East, uh, we got the third place Patriots. Uh, they finished at a total of eight and nine. Andrew, what do you think? I had him a respect. I, I had him at nine and eight. So, you know, a bad loss here. I'm I'm happy with that. I think we all we all actually had yeah, him at nine and we eight. all had him at <clears throat> nine and eight. We were one. Not a lateral ball from being perfect. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that game. And, and, or maybe a loss, or maybe they don't lose to the Bears next time. Yeah, Um, exactly. Yeah. All right. And then the Buffalo Bills finished first place in the division, uh, 13 and three. And again, we all had the same prediction, I'm pretty sure, at 15 and two. 15 and two. Yep. So definitely a little – they definitely – just like last year, I feel like people had them high expectations to go, like, be the one seed, and they came up a little bit short of that. I will they, they, I will tell you this now. This season, one, I don't think the Bills will – it's solidified. I don't think the Bills will ever be there. And I think Joe Burr is better than Josh Allen. I don't think that's a Bills debate. are such a regular season team. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, I think that's a pretty f- fair assessment. I don't think anyone can argue that Joe Burrow isn't better than Josh Allen at this point. All right. Last place in the AFC East, got the Jets going 7-10. and 10. Andrew, how about them Jets? Collapse. Collapse at 3-14. and 14. <laughs> you, guys, you guys doubted the Jets. See, yeah, three and but then also. they absolutely did do what the Jets do. Yeah, they the did. The they, they did collapse. You are right. Um, but like you expect worse from Zach Wilson, and they they got some common sense to actually pulled him. Yeah, and uh, hey, 
that that didn't help us. Hey, I I I saw this I saw this team just middle of the road team. I thought they were going to improve from last year, which they did, and they improved just enough. I had them going six and eleven, uh, but they went seven and ten, so I was pretty close. All right, the Miami Dolphins finished second in the AFC East, sneaking the playoffs at nine and eight. Andrew. Give me that hole in one, nine and eight. I said that they would be the ones that might sneak by the Pats because I am a believer. Not, I mean, well, there was the whole Tua situation, but I'm a believer in those Dolphins. I actually also got and it. The, I, I didn't, I didn't think remember they did it with, calling them nine and eight. The, to think they did it with like Skylar Thompson, like that's impressive. Yeah, it's crazy. I saw this yeah. one thing or whatever. They're like the Dolphins. This out they. Fired Brian Flores. They added Tyreek Hill. They added Nick or Bradley Chubb. They got an offensive guru, and still somehow to found out a way to go nine and eight once again. It was it was just a funny TikTok I saw. Brad, I think the biggest thing though was Tua getting injured. Well, no, no, I, no, I know. I, I it was more a joke that I thought it was yeah, just yeah, funny. Yeah. Brandon, you were like, on the wrong I've, side though of this. You were not in the camp yeah. of perfect ones. Eleven and six. You were. I don't high. know. I was way too high on them getting Tyreek Hill. Um, but I mean, I were you though? Like you just said, though, you said that off. they were they were looking unstoppable. I think they easily had a Pats go eleven and six because they were eight and three at one point. They could finish the year three and three. That's true. I guess I was just a little too optimistic because I it, the Dolphins are now kind of just falling into that trend of being super middle of the road. Yeah, that's fair. All right, moving on to. A great division, the AFC South. Uh, the Texans or the Titans finished second in the division at seven and ten. Andrew, I had him. At, how do you feel? I had I had him finishing second in the division, but I had it at six and eleven. Hey, not bad. No. Not bad. Uh, Brandon, um, I had them at nine and eight, middle of the road team. Uh, one off from their total, but yeah, uh, Nashville, beautiful city. Titans are kind of a trash team now. <laughs> I was I was high on this team mainly because like the coach Vrabel, he's a great coach. But this year they weren't able to overcome all these injuries like they did last year. I think that's why they didn't finish with eleven wins. But yeah, no, I was definitely off on this team. All right, moving into the last place, or no, not the last place, almost last place, Indianapolis Colts, 4-12-1. Andrew, Dude, I, how about them Colts? I had them at 8-9. and nine. I, I thought, you know, Michael Pittman playing good ball. I, th- I really did think that uh, Matt Ryan would do well for him and wasn't the answer. But they'll get their quarterback this year. Hopefully. Brandon. Yeah, I was also in the camp of eight and nine. Thought Jonathan Taylor have another spectacular year. Uh thought the offense couldn't get worse with Matt Ryan over uh Carson Wentz. They had that whole weird Sam Ellinger starting experiment and then Jeff Saturday, which I don't know why they gave him an interview to be the actual head coach now. That was crazy to me. But that's funny. Yeah, eight and nine. They might have just told him like Good job. We're going other places. They might have just. I really that. hope they did. Um. Yeah. I was off. I was way off. I thought this was going to be the best quarterback they've had since uh, Andrew Luck because I didn't think Ant- or Matt Ryan was that bad, but obviously not very good. And his team was awful. I had him going eleven and six. So definitely in uh, not a very good prediction by me. Definitely my worst so far. All right, moving into the first place, Jacksonville Jaguars. At nine and eight, Duval. dude, <laughs> three and fourteen. I yeah. tra- tra- Trevor Lawrence, man, he he came through in a lot of big games. Uh, yeah, I was in the same boat as you. That was just a shocking finish of the season. Like they easily could have gotten three and fourteen, and they just pulled the rabbit out of their rabbit out of the hat to finish yeah, out the year. I have going five and twelve. Uh, wasn't much to be expected from this team based off of uh, last year, but uh, they they proved everybody wrong. 
it shows that Doug Peterson really is a great coach. Okay, I have a gripe about that because I understand that he's a good coach, but let's be honest, like he wouldn't even be considered a coach of the year candidate if it wasn't for the Titans just absolutely choking the division away in the last six weeks of the season. Yeah. Yes. Like he, but also, you got Trevor Lawrence from what he was last year. Okay, but Trevor Lawrence is not average. that bad. That he is literally a top. He was a generational talent. He's a top ten quarterback already by the end of the season. Like he is that good. Like like that That's last spicy. year. That I don't. I see him being a top ten quarterback everywhere. Like I think. I don't think that, I don't think that's far fetched at all. But I think that the Urban Meyer situation was just awful, and that's why he wasn't able oh, yeah. to it, it show that he is a top ten quarterback in this league. That's my only gripe is that, I mean, yeah, credit to him. Like if like he didn't, if it was like a steady like five hundred team the whole year, it'd been different. But for him to rally the troops and win that many games to finish season, I mean, that's you can't argue that though. Like I mean, but that's the only thing about him being a coach of the year is there's a lot of stuff that people don't look at. Um, but going into the last place, Texans three thirteen and one, um, not bad, not bad, everyone. <laughs> I had him at two and fifteen. Yeah, I mean that's that's not bad at all. No, no, no. I had him a high ceiling of five and twelve. Yeah, you did. I had them at <laughs> one and sixteen, so I guess I was the uh, one who underestimated them a lot. One and sixteen, and I, they won two more games than they won. All right, last division in the AFC, the division we all thought was yeah, going to be I, the greatest division dude. in the AFC. We started last <laughs> or the second or the third place Raiders at six and eleven. God, I had them eleven and six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get the I had them at nine and eight. Get those Same Buffalo wings enough. ready. Yeah, I also had them. <laughs> I also had them at nine and eight uh, with Brandon. I I mean they were going to be my. I think they were last for me in the division, and yeah, and I, they still didn't matter. And they were still going above five hundred. Yeah. Oh boy. Yep. All right, and then the last place Denver Broncos five and twelve. Eleven and six again. 12 and 5. I mean, I, I don't know what it was. Russell Wilson just showed how weird of a dude he is. And I honestly, I don't think he'll make it in Denver that much. I think they will. They'll, they might end up trying to find some money for him. just Or some draft picks just to get some something back for what they lost. No, nah, he's he. I think I I'm not on that boat with him yet. I think he showed flashes, and I think I think Nathaniel Hackett is the worst court or coach in NFL history. Like one of the worst. Like, I think that goes without saying. Like anything, like he was so bad. Hmm. But Brandon Brandon did worse than us, so that's all that matters on that one. It will always be funny that they hired the game manager guy to be their interim head coach. Yeah, that was that was too Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, it's just funny though because you got Nathaniel Hackett. They, they, I guarantee they, they brought him to as a coach uh, to lure in Aaron Rodgers. Which I don't know if you guys heard, but they when they did the interview process to like for him, they didn't even ask him anything about football. Uh, so if that's a, anything to say, and then I'm pretty sure the Jets hired him again to probably lure and try to lure in Aaron Rodgers. Who knows if that will work. All right, moving into he could the say he couldn't hack it. Jesus, uh, mo- <laughs> wow! Moving into the first place, Chiefs fourteen and three. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, this that was a team that was hard to predict, but it probably shouldn't have been. Andrew, I think it was one of those we were very similar. Yeah, eleven and six. I, like I said, I thought this was going to be the toughest division to play in, and I thought there was going to be a lot of splits. And, yeah, I did too. But I, I, but I'll say this though, you know, I know a lot of people. Yes, Patrick Mahomes right now is the best quarterback and probably the best overall player in the league. I'm telling you, man, Joe Burrow is not far behind him. I don't think it's his. I, I, I don't think. I don't think it's as spread out as people think it is. No, no not at all. But you know, I mean, 
They they lost Tyreek Hill and got better. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, that's kind of makes crazy. no sense. Uh, yeah, that just sucks. They yeah, I'm I was I eleven and or ten and seven. I thought they were gonna miss the playoffs because I didn't think the defense <laughs> was that good, and I guess I should never bet against Patrick Mahomes. So <clears throat> or the refs, thirteen and four, or, or the, the refs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's another story. Give me uh, another ten years of Tony Romo and Chris Collinsworth talking about Patrick Mahomes, please. I I, I don't think it. Tony Romo is as bad as Chris Collinsworth. They're both bad though. I don't think Tony. But the thing is, is Tony Romo talks about Joe Burrow and other quarterbacks just as well. I, I don't I don't know. Maybe not. As long as they're not as long as they're not playing Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's true. All right, the second and then finishing off the AFC West, we got the second placed. LA Chargers at 10 and 7. Andrew, we didn't do too bad here. No, but I they I I really I thought they were going to win the division at 12 and 5. I thought they were probably the most complete team on there. And Yeah, that that this defense definitely disappointed. Mike Williams getting hurt all the time. I mean, this the la- oh yeah, but the last injury that he had was not his fault. Like he should have even been playing. No. He should have been playing. No, he shouldn't have. That was just a horrible but, coaching decision. Yep. No, it was. Because I, I mean, I, and then you know, Keenan Allen also hurt Android quite Bosa. a bit. He goes out all the yeah. time too. Yeah, they just had injuries upon injuries. Brandon, though, you. Were Fourteen and three, mega high. I was really high on this team. I was like, oh man, this is. Their year to do something. Chiefs on paper got worse. Um, Brandon Staley, I, I just don't know how to feel about him. See, uh, like this team is maybe the top team on paper, and they can't do anything each and every year. So next year going into this, I'll have to put them at like uh, ten and seven to yeah. say. I think it's myself. fair to say I don't think we should like. As much as any team is going to get loaded up in the AFC West, I think it's fair to say, like, just don't pick anyone to win the division besides the Chiefs, as long as Patrick At Mahomes At this there. point right now, yes. Like, it's yeah. just not – nothing's going to change. No. So, like, yeah. you might as well just crown them 2023 AFC West champions at this point because it's probably just going to happen again. Yeah. And my Chiefs that are – Chiefs are frauds take is just going to – it's going to die on a hill. It's gonna absolutely die on the hill. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been saying that for so long, and it just nothing has ever happened to prove that they're frauds. And there was one game that happened, and that was the Colts game, and that was it. That, but I wasn't on them being frauds then. It was more like when they barely beat Tennessee at home. Like I could see yeah. that I could just see right through them, and I thought I did, but apparently not because that defense is playing amazing right now. All right. Moving into the NFC, we got the Philadelphia Eagles. First place Philadelphia Eagles at 14 and 3. Shocking. Absolutely I shocked. Oh, I saw this one coming. And I I I had them at 10 and 7. A, a respectable 10 and 7. I mean, I had them finishing second in the division, but Yeah, no, you are not you were not dis, you were not like discredited. I thought they would team. be better. I didn't think Jalen Hurts would have the year he did. And I mean that, yeah, and that, they, that, they de- and that defense year. is good, and it's they're fun. They're a fun team to watch, as much as I hate the city of Philadelphia. Same, it's Same. silly, man. Shut up. <laughs> I had them at uh, twelve and five, so also respectable. Did not think that they were going to start uh, the year as hot as they did, even though I probably should have. Oh well. I pretty much, I pretty much predicted this. I'm. Pretty positive I had them starting out like seven, eight, no, like I, like they did. Um, I had them going thirteen and four as the one seed in the NFC, like they did, just because their squ- schedule was so damn easy. Like that's uh, that's the only reason why I thought they were going to be this good. Uh, but you know, they they definitely shocked a lot of people, but I guess not me, just because they had an easy schedule. All right, moving into the third place, New York Football Giants at nine, seven, and one. Guys, two and fifteen. What are you doing? What are you guys yeah, doing? Uh, two and fifty. I mean, it's 
Daniel Jones, first year head coach. Come on, now. <laughs> nobody expected yeah, Mike Kafka yeah, no to be that good of an O coordinator. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I it's just I think I guess Brian Dable. I didn't think he was going to be that good of a head coach. I thought it was a goofy ass signing. But and in all honesty, I thought I mean, Saquon would probably end up getting hurt again. Yeah, that, I mean that's true. fair. That is fair. He was durable this year. Uh, I had them going five and twelve, so like nothing to brag about here. I just had a leg up on you guys. I just I didn't think they'd be this good. Like how they started started the way they started the year was absolutely crazy, and then they were just one of the worst teams to finish the year, and I'm not surprised they got killed by Philly. All right, next up the America's team, the second place Dallas Cowboys, twelve and five. Boom, twelve and five. And then not boom, eight and nine. Granted, you were so down on them. Why though? The Cowboys. You didn't, th- you didn't the think Cowboys are the Bills of the and NFC? Yeah, well, they They're proved that in the playoffs. Season team. They huh? proved that they were fi- they were good in the regular season, but they choked in the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. Their exactly. defense, though, that's why I thought they would be this good. Like, I mean, I only had them going ten and seven, but like twelve and five, I could see just because that defense was so good. I look, dude. I look at their it. offensive weapons, though. I mean, they've yeah, got I mean, two. They also. have two good Dak. tight ends. Dak is a good I mean, they, quarterback. You've got yeah. a two-headed monster with Tony Pollard and Zeke. And Zeke, I mean, Zeke's mm-hmm. still putting up numbers. I didn't think. I honestly thought Tony probably should be the one back. And oh no, he definitely should. It's and it's not close. But Zeke is bad. Like his advanced metrics are so bad. He is so garbage. But. I mean, the thing is, Brandon, you say like, oh, it's they got Dak, but I know Dak threw a ton of interceptions, but they were scoring like the most points in the league at like that when he came back after his injury. So as much as much turnovers as he was forcing, they were put they were their defense was making up for it, too. It's just so infuriating how average he is for Dallas. Oh, yeah. He's just the most average quarterback ever, even below average sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He definitely he costed them in that divisional game. He wanted to, he almost threw like five picks in that game instead of two. Yep. All right. The Commanders last place eight eight and one. Just the definition of mid. That's just the most mid team. But that was like the worst team in the division. Just a great division. No, it was. I mean, that was the division that we thought the AFC West would be. And it's funny they're right next yeah. to each other. But I mean, I I had them at seven and ten. I had a really respectable yeah. thing. I thought they were going to take a step up. Uh, I think they showed signs of actually being a really good football team. Uh, Sam Howe's the future. Hopefully, we'll see. He did look good when when they let him throw. You can tell that's a Ron Rivera team, though. Being a Panthers fan, like it's run up the middle, run up the middle. You're third and long. Let's throw it 52 yards. <laughs> like yeah. But you also do got two solid running backs, you do. And Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. And Antonio so, Gibson's a, he's I mean, a good receiving back too. I think he's better than Brian Robinson. I, I also agree, but that's just me. I I Lydia, like Brian Rob the, the Brian Robinson is just a tough runner. He just beats up the defense. Is basically all he's there to do. He just he has got yeah. nothing else to him. He's kind of like Zeke. Zeke is just dog shit. But Brian Robinson's young and has potential, and Zeke is just way past his prime. Alrighty, that's sad. Uh, I had him at five and twelve. Didn't know what to expect from Carson Wentz uh, coming into the year. Taylor Heineke provided that spark they needed after the rough start that they had. Didn't know what Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson were going to look like. What Brian Robinson was going to look like after uh, the whole incident at the beginning of the year during training camp. Uh, just a lot of uncertainty with this team. So yeah, five and twelve. Yeah, I mean, uh, I yeah, not very good for my part. I two and fifteen. Uh, that was rough. I did not see them being this good. I think it was mainly Carson Wentz. I just thought Carson Wentz, you are dog shit. So that's kind of why I thought that. I mean, he is, but Taylor Heineke gives you that spark, I guess, to win a ton of games like that. All right, moving into the a very interesting division. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's one way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The NFC South, uh, don't even know what place they are, but we're just going to go with tied for second Atlanta Falcons, seven and 10. I had them at three and 14. I mean, I thought <laughs> <laughs> I did. I mean, I, 
they they were the worst team like by far in that division but mm-hmm. the bucks just let everybody down yeah and honestly the falcons never should have beaten the panthers but that's just something <laughs> missing an extra yeah point. me and brandon both I two and 15 two and 15 yeah i thought they're gonna be one of the worst teams in the hey i won that one there we go i'll take it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right oh boy next up the tied for second new orleans saints at seven and ten uh yeah i had them at seven and ten i mean i that's pretty much where exactly i thought they would be with Jameis and yeah. all that like they're not a good football team but they're they are what they are i th- i had them uh, going not or i'm just gonna scope up brandon because you did so bad and you can say it after but I, I had them going nine and eight. Basically, I thought Jameis Winston would play the whole year, and I think Jameis Winston is a better quarterback than Andy Dalton, so I think he held them back. That, or that held them back from going nine and eight. But Brandon, let's get here your Saints spiel. How the fuck uh, the Saints are also kind of uh like the the Bills and the Cowboys, kind of a regular season team. I overestimated I also thought that Jameis Winston was going to be playing the entire year. Overestimated what I thought Dennis Allen could do and what the effect the coaching change was. I know he was from in the system, but still a new uh, kind of regime type of deal. So didn't know what to expect there. Put him too high. Yeah. Moving on to Andrew Bailey's tied for second Carolina Panthers at 7-10. and 10. I had him going 10-7. and seven. Um I mean, I, I really did. I thought Baker would be a lot better there with a healthy shoulder. Um, honestly, I don't think they ever should have cut him. Uh, I would have really, really liked to have seen what he could have done with Steve Wilkes um, because that team got a lot better the second the garbage mat rule was gone. I was trying to give him a little bit of the doubt. They got rid of him. Stinks, they got, you know, Son Reddick had to leave. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, I've been saying for years, I think you need to get rid of McCaffrey. Just trade him while he's got the draft stock. Uh, they did it, uh, and it helped both teams. And I would have liked to have seen Baker actually be able to play on that team because I, at one point, I mean, they had, good God, how many quarterbacks they ran, did they run? Uh, Jacob Eason, PJ, PJ, Baker, Sam Darnold, uh, Jacob Eason, played uh macaron never got to play was it just those four i think that's yeah a, yeah so four, four yeah. yeah and if you got four quarterbacks you got none um yeah they all and it's weird all three of those guys that got hurt uh baker sam and pj walker all got a high ankle sprain i don't think <laughs> you'll see turf next year in bank of america stadium because that was Fair. rough. I don't know why they have one. I don't know why they have one. I, I don't standard. know. It's it's awful. I mean, that grass looked so much better. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, I had them going 10-7. They went 7-10. and 10, Still finished second in the division. Didn't think they'd give the Bucks as much of a run for money as they did. But, you know, we'll get to that part in a second. The fact that they were still in the playoff hunt. I was at that game was, when they lost to the Bucks, And crap. that right there... That game cost Steve Wilkes the head coach job because they had a 10-point lead or an 11-point lead with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, and they lost by eight, I want to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, me and Brandon did pretty well here. Uh, Seven time, baby. Uh, yep. I had On the money. Six and 11. Now, when you first said their prediction of ten and seven, I thought you were crazy. I thought I don't I don't know about Brandon, but I thought you were crazy. I just didn't say anything oh, no, about I, it. I did too. But I there was flashes there. I definitely could have seen this team going ten and seven. They had the capability of doing that. Yeah, I mean they never should have lost to the Browns in Week One. They shouldn't have lost to the Falcons, and then they Dude. shouldn't have lost to the Bucks, and that puts them at ten and seven. Actually, would have won them the division because they beat the Saints the next weekend. That's crazy. As that yeah, is. so obviously they don't. They just hired Frank Reich. Would you rather have seen Steve Wilkes come back? No, of, but, no. I don't think defensive. But are, are you excited about Frank Reich, though? I think he's an offensive guru. I think he's learned from a lot of mistakes. And I think he had to have certain guarantees coming to Carolina that like, hey, we're going to get you a quarterback. 
because I don't I think he got handed a crappy situation with Andrew Luck retiring. And I think just the Colts were already on a downhill slide. And I think that's what cost him. So I wanted an offensive guy. Would I have liked to have seen someone a little younger? Yes. But Ben Johnson. I I I would have been fine with Ben Johnson. I would have been fine with Ken Dorsey. Uh I'd have been fine with Mike Kafka. Um I just am to the point. It I, felt it just felt like uh they settled. It it felt like they settled when they were the only team to hire a a, a coach that early. Yeah, I, I don't know. Unless, no, I'm with you. Unless he gave them their the best interview ever. Well, like, he, I mean, I think I, it's kind of like, cool. It was crazy. I think they also kind of wanted a little bit of a story with it. Uh, he was the first quarterback of the Panthers ever. So that's kind of yeah. neat. I mean, he threw their first touchdown pass. So I'm like, all right, like, give the guy a shot. Uh, they just, but that's not neat if you don't win football no, games. No, but I think this is something that you can get a guy. You can get – they need the fans back. They need someone that is going to actually bring that whole fan base back to reality. Because I was like watching a video today of that 15, 16 team. And like, I remember it was just fun. Like they weren't, it wasn't even just like they were a good football team. They were a fun team to watch and be around with like all the sideline antics and everything else. And like that whole region not even just like charlotte but the entire north south carolina like everyone was going nuts and i remember it being a really cool atmosphere during that time and i think that's what we need to get back to for sure all right moving into the first place tampa bay buccaneers at eight and nine Ugh, gross had them going 14 and three same 12 and five laps I I guess I just didn't think that they're all. I mean, they lost their center at the beginning of the year, but I didn't see them, their offensive line just depleting to the nth degree. It was atrocious how bad it was. And I mean, the defense didn't play great, but the defense played good enough to where this team had the ability to go like 11 and 6, probably, if they had a good offensive line. Defense was so inconsistent, though. They'd have like three good games and three bad games, and then back and forth. And Mike Evans is the laziest route runner I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Well, yeah, Yeah. he's not a route runner. No, but just in general, like he, even on like, like, like vert routes, he'll, he just stops. Yeah. Like he just, he honestly looks like he doesn't try. But the Panthers' future does look bright because I think Tom Brady's done with the Bucks. I think that's yeah, fair to say. No, so, I, I think it'll be the Panthers' division again after after this year. Yeah, because I don't know what the, I mean. The Falcons they have like an up and coming roster, so they're not there yet. They definitely like overexceeded this year. Saints, you have no idea because they have the ability, but with quarterback, you never know. But definitely the Panthers, their future looks nice. Do you wish they would have traded like Brian Burns and stuff like people were talking about no, DJ Moore? No, you need to build around those guys. I I don't think they should have gotten yeah, rid of fair. Hassan Reddick. Did they do that in the offseason? That they just let him walk? Yeah. Like they they, yeah. they needed to make sure that they're already running bad on cap space right now. The move I yeah. think they need to make, honest to God, is and I don't think they'll do it. I would not take a quarterback this round because I don't think without giving up too many picks, you're gonna be able to move up to get CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, and I do not think Will Levis. Yeah, you I don't want him. Uh, I think yeah. you give. I think you give Matt Corral a shot, and you've got Sam one more year, and you've proven that these guys can win. Um, they can. They're not good. Yeah, but they're enough to yeah. get you in a place. And if you can have Brock Purdy doing what he did with the 49ers, I think you can teach these guys a little better. Um, I want either another linebacker. Or give J.C. Horn some more help because uh, now he's had mm. two season-ending injuries back-to-back, and so you have to like really can be concerned about that. You need to go after, I think, a corner in the first round, and I think you need to get rid of that second and third round pick that you got from Christian McCaffrey and go after uh, and trade to the Cardinals for DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. Mm. So you don't want Anthony Richardson? No. I said I saw that he was like possibly going in the top mm. ten, which is crazy no no I, w- I would like either some more help at the receiver spot 
like a good, good like slot route runner um, to take a lot of the pressure off DJ Moore. And I do think Terrence uh, Marshall Jr. is doing better. I don't think he's the answer. I would I would be fine if they took Josh Downs at nine. And I know I know I'm a North Carolina fan, but route running that kid is insane. Like he is insanely good at that. I think he's number twelve on the big board right now. Yeah, he's he's probably a first rounder. So I mean, well, I've seen I've seen him going all the way up to ten. I think it was yeah. the one I saw. So like I, I think he's got the capability to do it, but I do think that defense needs a little more help with the corners because Mike Evans burning us for two hundred and forty yards receiving. <laughs> like and they were yeah. all the exact same pass play. You can't have that. <laughs> so I think you need some more help. Now granted, JC Horn wasn't playing that game. I think JC yeah. Horn's probably the best corner in the league right now, if you had to ask me. He's he's got the highest grade. Yeah, he's really good. He's top. He's just he's sure. just gotta stay healthy. Yeah, well, that defense though, that defense is very like that is not necessarily your problem. I would say I think it's more offensive wise. Well, we've been building up that defense for quite some time. Uh, you, the offensive line yeah. is a lot better than it has been. Icky, that was a good yeah. draft pick last year, but now I think yeah. it's go either go find some weapons if you can't get your guy, your quarterback, and then next year you've got you would have pick of the damn litter. You've got Spencer Rattler leaving. You've got Drake May leaving. You're going to have Caleb uh, Love. Not not Caleb Love. Uh, Williams. Caleb Williams leaving. Uh, you'll have Bo Nix leaving. A uh, lot of good quarterbacks next draft. Like, it might be. Cade McNamara? <laughs> Shut up, Brandon. <laughs> uh, and then what's his name from uh, Washington, too? I can never. He's. Mike, uh, no, yeah, Michael Penix Jr., whatever his name is. Yeah. Yep. A yeah. lot, lot of good quarterbacks that are going to be uh, heading out next season. And I think that's where, if you're not going to be, because I don't think you're going to be able to get it this year. Um, yeah, probably not. So I, I wouldn't waste the draft pick on a guy like Will Levis to yeah, maybe no. work out when you he- just drafted a quarterback last year. Plus, he'll probably he'll probably won't even be at your pick though, so you don't even have to worry about that. Nah, he he probably will. Uh, will Levis? He I think he's gonna go top five. That like that's how. Who do you think is gonna take him? I really hope he, he might go number That'd one. Crazy. Over people are over like, Bryce Young. Mel Kiper, Mike yeah. Mel Kiper has him as his number one quarterback nope. right nope. now. No, so I would take I would take more. Bryce Young in a heartbeat. Oh no, I, think I would the, too. The rest of that team left let Bryce Young down, not the other way around. C.J. Stroud. I like. I'd still rather have CJ Stroud over Bryce Young. Oh yeah, size. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think that's what's ki- killing Bryce Young's draft stock right now is people don't realize how short that man is. Yeah, he's he only is like a 5'11". midget of a quarterback. No, he they they were showing pictures of him up against Mark Ingram. He was the same height as Mark Ingram, and he's five nine. Mark Ingram is. Yeah. You also have Dylan so like, Gabriel they, next year that'll be on the board that you can take in a third round if you can't get a quarterback. You can take a, yeah. like that that group next year is going to be so strong that there's going Mm. to be guys that are going to slip and you're going to get a steal. And then that's how you end up with like a guy that drops in the late first round that somebody can pick up. And then are like, that's how you end up with a Pat Mahomes is you get a guy that slips down in the draft and is already on a solid team and then just dominates. Yep. Anyway, sorry, off my soapbox. All right, NFC West, you got the second place Seattle Seahawks, the seventh seed, barely sneaking it in. Good Lord. Um, yeah. Clean we sweep all, of the board right three here. And three and 14 from all of us. Yeah, they, this team obviously shocked us all. Um, yeah, Geno Smith played well. Okay, can we? Okay, this is one thing. I, we were talking about, I just brought up Geno Smith. These comeback player of the year uh, nominees are some of the worst I've ever seen in my life. Time. Where are they? Geno Smith, Saquon Barkley, and Christian McCaffrey. Okay, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Geno Smith, absolutely. No. no, 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 no. Okay, my point is the only one that's valid is Christian McCaffrey because he came off. He's been injured the last two years. He played like a total of 11 games, I think, total last two years. Saquon Barkley played 14 games last year. That is not worthy enough of comeback player of the year. 
And Geno Smith didn't come back from shit. He was just ass, and he found a good team, and yeah, he's he a came game back manager. From being ass. That's not. That's that's not valid. That's not a I'm valid. I'm pretty sure the comeback player of the year is like either had a solid season after an injury or most improved player. That's what it is. But that's fucking stupid. That have a most improved player award. Don't come. I know, but comeback player of the year. It's called comeback. The one person that should be win comeback player of the year that I've seen people talk about is Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham should be the comeback player of the year. He tore his Achilles last year to start the year. He's in his early 30s, I'm pretty sure, and he had a double-digit sack season. That is a guy that should win comeback player of the year. Not Christian McCaffrey is the best option who had a solid year, a Christian McCaffrey healthy type year where he played a full season. Not a Saquon Barkley who played 14 games last season and had his best year since his rookie year. And not Geno Smith who – just his sucking ass he his came entire back career. From playing left bench. That's fucking stupid. Like the criteria for this award is a comeback player. Geno Smith is coming back from being he literally isn't coming back from anything. He what coming back from his six, seven year absence of playing NFL quarterback, he's just a dog shit. It's a dog shit award this year. I it's it's one thing that just pissed me off is that. And Geno Smith will probably win it. And it's going to be one of the worst comeback player of the year of NFL history. Sorry, I just had to rant about that because it just bothered me so much. Fair enough. But moving on to the uh, last place, Arizona Cardinals at 4-13. and 13. Adam, 9-8. and eight. Hey, That's rough. That's rough. That just was not it. I mean, I know yeah, I mean, you went some time without DeAndre Hopkins, but come on. Jack, yeah, what the hell are you doing? Brandon, wh- how the fuck did you think this team was going to be bad? Uh, because it's the Cardinals. It's I mean, close they went 11-6 and six the year before. Yeah, that's what I'm you saying. Have, you got you to gotta put a, a, a study contract. Did you really think losing Christian Kirk was going to hurt them that bad. And they added Hollywood Brown. No, but I learned from the year before, even though they did go 11 and 6, they're still. I mean, ass. Warzone 2.0 still did ass. come out. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Cardinals, I, poverty franchise. Yeah, fair. I had them going 11 and 6, so I thought they would just be just as good because they didn't really have any, they didn't lose anything at on the roster, so I don't know. And they improved their offensive line a little bit, so I thought they would be better. But obviously not. Moving into the first place, uh, San Francisco 49ers at 13-4. and four. Had them at 9-8. and eight. Thought they were just going to be average. Yeah, I also had them at 9-8. Yeah, that's a perfect Def- score right there. Definitely didn't see them losing Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy just continuing where they left off. That yeah, no, defense, that's, that's, no, that defense continued is good. Where... He continued where Jimmy Garoppolo left off, not Trey Lance. Yeah, I don't think this. I think this team would have been closer to 500 with Trey Lance as their quarterback. Whoa! No way! Yeah! No way! Yes! Yes! They already said that Brock Purdy is their starter next year unless Trey Lance takes no way step forward. Okay, I'm gonna say this right now. There's no way Brock Purdy starts next year because Trey Lance is gonna have the entire offseason as the QB one. And Brock Purdy is going to come back at training camp, maybe. Maybe. Maybe not even that. There is no way Brock Why? Purdy starts at quarterback Brock next Purdy year. has spent more time as QB1 this year than Trey Lance's entire career so far. But he, Brock Purdy just got had a horrible arm injury. A horrible arm injury. And he's going to be out till at least August. The beginning of August. And he's still getting opinions on if he should have surgery or not. That means he's guaranteed to be out to the middle of August, most likely. That's the middle of training camp. There's no way he's going to be able to get enough reps to play next year, to start the year. He will not start next year. As that is like, I don't, that's like a bold prediction, I guess. He will not start for the 49ers next year, week one. It will be Trey Lance unless they trade him. I could see Trey Lance getting traded this offseason. It, it will be him Trey Lance starting. Jimmy G is a free agent. I'm pretty sure. So still out the door. Jimmy G is obviously gone. The whoever's it will be Trey Lance will start next year, week one, or Tom Brady. Those are the only two quarterbacks that will start for the 49ers. And if Tom Brady starts, they trade Jimmy Gra- or trade Trey Lance. 
because the the problem is is that they were already de- debating on if Trey Lance or uh, Brock Purdy was going to start. Now you have a, a a like a way to get out of this. Start Trey Lance. You already invested all that capital into him. I know you spent a seventh round pick on Brock Purdy, but you have all that capital invested in Trey Lance. You have the opportunity to start him because Brock Purdy won't be healthy. That is why I think he will be starting next year and not Brock Purdy. Not because Brock Purdy doesn't deserve it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Brock Purdy is not going to be healthy to play is the big thing. But How about them way, Rams? Yeah, I agree. God, I'm just fucking stupid as Rams, but whatever. All right, Rams. 14 and 3. 5 and 10. Or 5 14 and 12. Jeez, and 3. 14 and 3. <laughs> wow. I had him going 12 and 5. That was that might be the worst one yet. I think that's the worst one by all of us. That's even yeah. worse than Seattle and uh, the Falcons. Yep, you don't expect you, you, yeah, don't no, you don't expect a Super Bowl trade, team but. to go down. I mean, it wasn't just that Cam Akers was not wait not was it Cam Akers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bad. Yeah, I dude, I get him and Austin Eckler confused. No, Cam Akers was terrible up to like right at the end. He got a little better. But they just, good lord, that was, that was ugly. That's all yeah. there is to yeah, it. Yeah, they just didn't get. They were just unhealthy the entire year. Yeah, I mean, but that they also didn't play good even when they were healthy, so didn't really make much of a difference. Couldn't find a groove. Well, bro, their offensive line that just like the literally them in the Bucks, their offensive lines were so decimated. That was their problem. Yeah. yeah. All right. Our last division, the NFC North. Uh, we got the last place Bears, three and fourteen. Clean sweep, baby. Yep, I think we all had them going two and fifteen. Two and fifteen. All right. Next up, we got the second place Detroit Lions. Dude, what did I eight. say? What did I say? I, I so I had, I had the Lions at ten and seven. And I said that they would cause some issues with that division, and they did. Yeah. Uh, I had them at 7 and 10. Was hopeful for them. Uh, they exceed my expectations. I, I Perfect score by me again, 9 and 8. I, I, these, these lines, I told you, they were going to play a lot better this year. Now, let's go. This is awesome. Third place, Green Bay Packers, eight and nine. I figured they'd go yeah, eleven and I six. I was I was off. Yeah, me and Brandon. I mean, I was just above you at twelve and five. So, and then thirteen and four. Thought A Rod still had it. I don't even know if it's so much he doesn't have it or he has just given up on being in Green Bay. Yeah, and that defense yeah. is kind of. Yeah, that them. defense did not play up to half. par. They were supposed to be a top ten defense, and they were nothing but a middle of the pack defense. I said, "All right." I remember saying, yeah. and this is a good transition because they're going with the Vikings, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Say what the Vikings went. Uh, the Vikings went thirteen and four. Okay, I had them at eleven yeah, and they, six, yeah, and I remember thinking though that the Packers might somehow end up with a tiebreaker over the Vikings for the playoffs. I did not expect that, but the Vikings played with fire all season yeah. and it showed <laughs> yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, no, I, we, I mean, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming, but it was still a fun ride. That was, my, that was one of my favorite seasons oh, yeah. ever though. It was, it was so fun. Well, that's just cool to Brand- see uh, Kirk Thuggins. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Kirk, it's just Kirk a great James. season. Brandon, you you got you nailed this one. I nailed this one. Uh, you called me the ultimate homer or something like that, and the ultimate homer got it right. So yeah, I mean, I was just trying to. Yeah, I was at twelve and five. I out homered the homer. Okay, if we're talking about all time gripes this year, this is my all time gripe. Kevin O'Connell not being a nominee for the coach of the year is even more blasphemy than the comeback player of the year nominees. Absolute blasphemy. You have Nick Sirianni with one of the most talented de- teams with the, one of the easiest schedules, obviously best record, whatever. That's, I mean, fair enough. You can get that. Then you got Brian Dable. He went 
they were so good at the start and ass at the end. It got a team that was a rebuilding team to the playoffs. Fair enough. Doug Peterson barely made its list. But Doug McDermott, why is is that his name? Doug? No. What's his name? Sean McDermott. Sean. McDermott. Sean. Why the fuck is Sean McDermott a coach of the year candidate? He they had high expectations and they either reached them or didn't. Ex- they reached their high expectations of a team. How the fuck is that a coach of the year? And then I think who's the last one? Oh, Kyle Shanahan. That's a that's a valid one. But yeah, but like when it comes to coaching, there's a lot of things. The Vikings of the previous year were one of the worst teams in one score games. Absolutely horrible. And what does that come down to? It comes down to coaching. This year they were 11 and 0 in one score games. That and that has there's nothing to be said. Like Kevin O'Connell, what he did with his team is not talked about enough. And I understand like blah blah like the point differential thing like whatever you get blown out in four three out of the four games you played um or you lost i mean kind of all of them but still like that's something that that's a coach of the that's what a coach of the year should be recognized for is bringing a bad team like all these like all these other guys besides Kyle Shanahan uh, and Nick Sirianni to the playoffs or to a good record not Sean McDermott who went and brought a great team to the playoffs and won the division it's just i think it's absolutely stupid that he wasn't even recognized i didn't expect him to win it but but for some reason i don't know about you andrew but the way we feel as vikings fans it's like a bad thing for the nfl for the vikings to be good because they, i gotta we be honest with you man we, i'm dude i'm i'm with you but there is like that is just the that's just being a fan i mean dude the dagum yeah. the dagum Chiefs fans would complain that the NFL doesn't give them calls, doesn't want them to do this. But, like, I will say this. It's easier to complain about than others. Yeah, no, I mean, fair. Fair. I mean, it's just, I mean, I like whatever. It's just that I felt like the Vikings were not talked about at all this year. And they were, they were taught. The only thing, the only thing they were talked about that I can honestly remember them being talked about was. I remember them saying that when TJ Hawkinson went to the Vikings, that it might not be the best thing. I was excited about it because I thought that was going to like really help, especially because he was on my fantasy team. But Mm -hmm. it was that and talking about the point differential. Yeah, that's all they talked about all year. And how like are the Vikings really good or are they just getting lucky? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, obviously, like in the end, like I could tell, but. I, I think it, like the problem is, is like people were just saying we weren't a good team. Like I understand we might have been frauds, but people were just not giving us any credit as being a good team. Like no bad team goes thirteen and four. Like that's just not gonna happen. That's just not possible. But yeah. it is what it is. Like I was, it's still one of my favorite seasons. I think this is by far my favorite team. Kind of like with you, with like the fifteen and one Panthers. Like something, something yeah. you look back on. It's like, <laughs> like this is a team that I'll look back on, even though there wasn't as much playoff success as you guys had. Like this is still well, a team I'll look back on and love because there was just like the Kirko chains thing and everything. It was just, it was just a good, good season. Yeah. To, to, to Kirko chains to, just died after like hmm. week four. Yeah. To, to go with what you said though about the whole fans thing, like I felt the same way when like I was like, "There's, there's no way they're gonna let us beat Peyton as last year." <laughs> it's like the the, sec- yeah. the second they called the Jericho Cotri no catch, a, a no catch, even though you know his arms, that was more of a catch than Devonta Smith's catch the other day. <laughs> yeah, I mean. That's a whole nother deal, Jesus. But yeah, no. So so it's like one of those things. It's like. I don't know. I don't think it's all rigged, but I think there are certain things that happen that it's like, come on, man. Come on. Like it's like the it's that they the NFL doesn't do anything, but there's definitely things that the NFL wants to happen versus other things. Yes, it's definitely you could. It's evident. All right. Well, we finished it all. Now we are going to go through the points and add them all up and we'll see who is the. Uh, winner of this entire thing. All right. In second place, we have Ooh. Chief Beef. 
102 points. Wow, <laughs> yeah, this was, is way worse than we last in the 70s year. Holy year? crap. Or is 80? Uh, yeah, I think I got, yeah. It was 70s. Man. All right. And the loser of the Certified Beef Second Annual Record Prediction Blazing <clears throat> Challenge Punishment is... Fuck! Nice God damn it, Andrew Bailey, I'm so sorry. Pray oh my god, I can't, again, oh my god, I can't, I'm Pray actually surprised. It, it is official, Andrew Bailey is the loser. Unfortunately. Holy shit. Wow. The, I mean, before we even started recording, you said, you were like, yeah, I don't feel good about this. No, I, I, I'm telling you. That, I, I was, that, I was, I was, I was AFC, that AFC West, the NFC North, and the NFC South, like, uh, that threw a lot of things off. I'm 27 now, y'all. Yeah, this is going to take a toll. Let's get up there. <laughs> One poor ass. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Certified Beef. Catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.